celebrating the history of Sega. This is Sega Ages. Good evening everyone and welcome to another episode of Sega Ages. Now, I was going to keep tonight's show a secret, as I've mentioned in the chat room, but for those of you who have beady eyes, you would have seen that it's actually mentioned in the title, and I'd actually forgotten to plug my library in. Well, actually I don't need the rest of my library tonight because I'm using a different memory stick. And um, I tried to load a track that was in my library and it didn't play. So, hello to everyone in the chat room. We have with us tonight Trigon underscore Spondy, a winner was you, CTR D'Artagnan, who I haven't seen for ages, Gerbil Bay, who looks like he's currently live, I believe on Radio Nintendo, but we won't go any further with that. We have Kesman, Pyrus55, Resident SD, and Trekkie. Now, it's about this sort of point, I think, that we had a Commodore 64 show in the last series, one that Resident SD did, and he started with the track that that I started the intro, but I've got to say, it's not really fair to play the same thing, so I've decided to play something like it. And I say like it because his intro track was the Ocean Loader 5, and this one is another loader. This one is Invader Load, or One Man and His Droid, by Rob Hubbard. The difference with this one is that with the Ocean Loader, I believe you had a picture sort of appear on screen, line by line, square by square, character by character, where with this loader, you actually got to play a clone of Space Invaders. And there are games like Ghostbusters, which I won't be playing tonight because it's not really Sega related, but there are games like um, Ghostbusters where this was featured in the loading sequence so that you didn't have to sort of, like, the, like some of the other Commodore games, sit and wait for the game to load. You could actually be doing something, in this case playing the game while you were waiting. And the tagline for it was, just when you thought it was safe to go and make a cup of tea, it's Invader Load. So if you haven't played that, then go grab yourself a Commodore 64 off eBay, there are loads of them out there, and get yourself the Ghostbusters cassette tape. So I'm going to play you some Commodore 64 music featuring games from Sega. Now, originally I I had the idea of doing this show up till last night, and um, the reason for doing it is because I wanted to play music that Resident SD hadn't played in the previous series, and I thought I had quite a few, but it turns out a lot of what I thought was brand new was actually played in Resident SD's show, and so I almost decided to do a different show, but Resident SD had called me a little birdie on Twitter, hinting at that tonight would be an awesome show. 
So, with that in mind, I thought I have to do it, really. And so I've spent all day at work today converting everything I could find Sega-related in SID form into music that can be played through Sam Broadcaster. And as I was converting some of these, I'd, I had actually found more and more tracks that wasn't in his show. Now it turns out, even though the I'm talking over the music and the music is hardly moving in the thing, D'Artagnan says it's loud. Now apologies for that. Um, I will turn the decks down and hopefully that should be a little bit easier on the ear. Let's try and make them level. Uh, five decibels should do it. But that's enough of me talking. I've done quite a bit of talking up till now, so let's play you some music. And what better way to start the show with a track from a game that almost is ha guaranteed to be played tonight. I've got to say, I've listened to more versions of Magical Sound Shower today than I ever knew existed. But we're not going to be playing that one. We're going to play you Passing Breeze. And this one from an outrun dancing mix. So let me hear you clap your hands.
Baker H's in reverse. Right, it's that time of the evening. Now, it's a little bit later than usual because one, I decided to say quite a bit in the first bit, and secondly, the Outrun dance mix was quite lengthy, and to that end, I had to move it on. Now, I put in the chat room earlier that tonight we have Sega game music. We have games that are not really Sega based as far as I'm aware, but feature the music of the Sega sound team. And we have tracks like what you can hear in the background, which isn't actually Sega music. But shh, I didn't tell you that. Shh. But yes, it's time for In Reverse. Now I've picked out five tracks. As usual, one of the tracks you've heard in the first three, so you should get at least one point tonight. If you guess a track that I haven't played, or haven't yet played, then that is worth two points. If you guess the one that isn't in the show, because that hasn't been played, that is also worth two points. But should you guess a tune as I'm playing it, or after I've played it, then obviously because you've heard it once already, it becomes a little bit easier, and those are therefore only worth one point. So in theory, there's a possibility of nine points because you have a little bit of a disadvantage because I've played one and you don't know which one it is. But should you get nine points, should you get all four, that's three that's in the show coming up, plus the one that's not in the show, and the one I've already played, then I'll give you a bonus point to round it up to ten points. So, those were the rules. Let's give you the first play of tonight's in reverse. Sega Rages in reverse. So if you would like to guess, then feel free to send me a private message in the chat room if you're in there. If you're not, then, and you have a chat um, client, feel free to join us on irc.surrealchat.net and we're in the room hash Radio Sega. If you're not an IRC type person, then feel free to send me a direct message on Twitter. You can send it to either at Radio Sega. No, actually, don't send it to at Radio Sega. Send a direct message to Radio Sega, or you can send a direct message to Forever Sonic 
if you are following me. What I will do is I will open up the Radio Sega forums and you can send me a private message that way. Now, what I'm going to ask you not to do, however, is please do not um, leave your answers anywhere they can be seen by other people. The reason I say this is because there is a prize involved. I will just mention that I haven't forgotten a winner was you. It's the case I've been paid today, so hopefully I should be able to send a prize on. But yes, there is a prize, so if you leave your answers anywhere that can be seen by someone, or can be seen by other people, then it gives them a little bit of an advantage. That's if you're correct, of course. Okay, so that was in reverse. Now, to give you that one point, it would help if I told you what we played. In the first batch, we had another sort of mini theme. These seem to be cropping up in the shows. We had a mini theme, if you hadn't guessed. It was, of course, a racing-type theme. We started off with the Outrun Dance Mix on Passing Breeze. We had Poker Face um, from, Poker, uh, from Poker Drift, no, from Power Drift. And we had Shake the Street from Turbo Outrun. So, I've got guesses coming in already, which is good. Let's play you some more music. Let's just move that one there, and we should be good to go. Now, I will, I will say I am taking requests. What I try to do is to line up some tracks that haven't been played in Season 1, but that doesn't mean to say that you can't request them. I just looked in in my Windows directory when I was when we played you in reverse and it turns out there's a, I've got a choice of 137 tracks that I managed to rip all day today so chances are you'll probably request one that I haven't converted but we'll see so if you want to request feel free to mention that as well if you'd like to say anything about tonight's Sega Ages on Twitter feel free to use the hashtag hash Sega Ages and if you are guessing in reverse and requesting tracks, please make it obvious which one you're sending me across, whether it's an in reverse answer or a request. Right, I'm babbling on again, let's play you some more music. This time, Wilderness from Golden Axe.
are playing you music that you wouldn't really expect because these games, as far as I'm aware, are not actually on the Commodore, but the music for them has been translated onto the platform. So what did we play you there? We played you Wilderness from Golden Axe, we played you the main theme from Space Harrier, Frogger, simply because I requested it in Resident SD's Commodore 64 show and I felt now it's my turn, I get to choose my requests. So we had Frogger there, and we also had, I was going to say, an 8-bit version of Alex Kidd, but then in theory, Alex Kidd was already 8-bit, but just a different sort of 8-bit. Now, I don't know if you can hear the music in the background very well, but this track is actually... I'm playing you the, the version called Shopping, or... All the spare parts, or I think something like that. I had it written somewhere. And this is actually the music from Fantasy Zone. This is the shop theme from Fantasy Zone. Now, I've heard this in a couple of games. Hot Rod is one of them. And this one from Turbo Amphron. So, there seems to be a bit of repetition or pinching, song pinching, from other, from other games. Right, so we've had a couple of guesses in for In Reverse, which is good. We've had a couple of right answers, which is also good. But what I'm going to do now, I'm going to play you... No, I'm not. I'm actually going to read to you something which I found in the... I've forgotten what it's called. The STIL, the SID... The SID Track Information List, I think it's called. And in the, the track... There are a few games that I'm going to play tonight that sort of have subtune 1, subtune 8, subtune something or other. Because I was trying to get the names for them through this list and not all of them available. But in this file, there are some little quotes. And after playing you Wilderness from Golden Axe, one of the quotes in here says that Jerome Tell is quoted to say that the Golden Axe SID tune is converted and recomposed by him, and that the music has been improved. And I've got to say, I agree with him. He also says it's not a straight conversion, which, being a SID tune, it's sort of understandable. But he goes on to say, Golden Axe was a piece of cake. It took me only one day, or should I say, night, to do the whole thing. Now, how can someone just spend a night to create something as awesome as the Golden Axe music. This music you hear in the background, Turbo Outrun, took about a month in all to create. He says it was a lot of fun, but he still he recomposed every tune about three times to get it perfect. He still thinks it's one of the best audio tracks he ever did on the Commodore 64. Which I think is awesome. So, this is the second time we've played you SID music in uh, on Sega Ages. But what exactly is a SID chip? Well, the SID chip was devised by engineer Rob Yanners, who later co-founded Ensonic Digital Synthesizer Company. Yanis headed a team that included himself, two technicians, and a computer-aided design operator. 
who designed and completed the chip in five months. This was in the later half, the latter half of 1981. Yanis was inspired by previous work in the synthesizer industry and was not impressed by the current state, or current at the time, state of the computer sound chips. Instead, he wanted a high-quality instrument chip, which is the reason why the SID chip has features like the, the envelope generator previously not found in home computer sound chips. He's quoted as saying, I thought the sound chips on the market, including those in the Atari computers, were primitive and obviously had been designed by people who knew absolutely nothing about music. Emphasis during chip design was on high, high precision frequency control and that the SID chip was originally designed to have 32 independent voices, these sharing a common oscillator. However, these features could not be finished in time, so instead the mask work for a certain working oscillator was simply replicated three times across the chip surface, creating three individual voices with a unique oscillator for each voice. Another feature that was not incorporated in the final design was a frequency lookup table for the most common musical notes, a feature that was dropped because of space limitations. Funnily enough, the support for an audio input pin was a feature that Yanis added without asking, even though it had no practical use in a computer. The masks themselves were produced in 7 micrometer technology in order to gain a high yield. The current at the time state-of-the-art technology was 6 micrometer. Now the chip, like the first product used at the Commodore 64, was finished in time for the computer uh, consumer electronics show sorry, in the first weekend of January 1982. And even though Yanis was partly displeased with the result, his colleague Charles Winterbull said this thing, the SID chip, is already 10 times better than anything out there, and 20 times better than it needs to be. So, how about that? What I'm going to do now is to play you some more music, and then we'll be up for In Reverse again.
Right, it's that time of the evening again. Let's... I've had a few guesses, which is good. And what I'm going to do is play you the second play of tonight's In Reverse. And then I'm going to give you some more information, I think. Sega Rages In Reverse That was your second play of tonight's In Reverse. Now, following on from Jerome and Tell's quotes, Turbo Outrun was actually the winner of the best music on 8-bit computer in 1899. It won the award at the PCW, which I believe is Personal Computer World Show in London. He says, too bad he had to find out about it later. US Gold received the actual award and he wasn't even at the scene when it was presented. Now that is a shame. He'd gone to all that trouble to make the music and it was the parent company US Gold that took the prize. Hmm. Now yes, I'm going to say keep your guesses coming in. Again, if you'd like to mention the show you can use hash Sega Ages on Twitter, or you can be part of the IRC chat room. Now, one thing I do have to say, when I converted the music from the SID file format into WAVE that I can use here, they were all converted about 10 minutes long. So if you feel that you've heard enough of a particular track, feel free to say, I've had enough, and I shall move it on. Because the last thing I want to do is bore you to tears. But that shouldn't be possible because obviously this is awesome music on the uh, using the SID chip. Now, the next batch of music I'm going to play for you comes from games, or come from games that I can practically say do not exist on the Commodore. And oddly enough, it, would, it wouldn't really be a Sega show if I didn't play you music from a particular franchise. This being the, the mascot of the company, and it isn't too hard to work out which particular franchise I'm talking about. So the next three tracks I'm going to play for you are remakes, or remixes, 
inter-SID format of Sonic the Hedgehog music. See what you think of these.
so, what did you think of those? It seems a bit odd to actually have Sonic music in a Sid Commodore 64 based show because as far as I was aware there was no there wasn't actually a Sonic game on the platform but the the clever people that go in to make these Sid uh, music as uh, I was going to say chip tunes but yeah Sid chip tunes they've come up with well, Sega made the tune, and they've come up with a Sid remix. Right, now I explained to you, I read some information to you to let you know why the and how the Sid chip came about. But what exactly is the Sid chip? Well, the Sid chip is a mixed signal integrated circuit featuring both digital and analog circuitry. All the control ports are digital, but the output ports are all analog. The SID chip features three voice synthesizers, uh, synthesis each where each voice may use one of at least five different waveforms, these being the square wave, the triangle wave, the sawtooth wave, the pseudo-random, but not quite white noise, and a certain complex combined waveforms when used with simultaneously with the other voices. Now if you have a voice playing the triangle waveform this can be ring modulated with one of the other voices where the triangle's waveform bits are inverted. Now the reason why we call it a triangle wave those of you who have never actually seen what music looks like the triangle wave is called the triangle wave because when sound is played through an oscillator in the triangle waveform, it actually looks like a triangle on screen. It, it it points up. If you imagine sort of oscillator being a graph-like thing, it it goes up and down, literally like a triangle. Now, when a voice is playing the triangle waveform, it can be ring modulated with one of the other voices. And at, when this happens, the triangle waveform bits, the, the peaks, become inverted when the modulating voice's MSB is set. This produces a, a discontinuity and a change in the direction. Oscillators may also be hard synced to each other where the synced oscillator is reset every time the, the syncing oscillator raises the, the voltage. Now each voice may be routed into a common digitally controlled analog 12 decibel multi-state filter which is constructed with the aid of external capacitors to the chip. The filter itself has low pass, band pass and high pass outputs which can be individually selected for final output amplification via a master volume register. Now ring, the ring modulation fil uh, filter and programming techniques such as the arpeggio which is rapid cycling between two or more frequencies together produce the characteristic feel of SID music. Now, due to the imperfect manufacturing techniques of the time and poor separation between the analogue and digital parts of the chip, the, 60, the 6581, the MOS 6581's output, was always slightly biased from the zero level. Now, by adjusting the amplifier's gain through the main 4-bit volume register, 
this bias could be modulated as PCM which I forgot what PCM means but I will, shall look that up resulting in a virtual fourth channel allowing 4-bit digital sample playback the glitch was known and used from an early point on first by electronic speech systems to produce sampled speech in games such as Impossible Mission and Ghostbusters Now, the better manufacturing technology in the 8580, the predecessor, no, not the predecessor, that's the wrong word, but the one that came after to the 6581, better manufacturing in that, the 8580, used in the later Commodore 64C and the Commodore 128, caused the bias to almost entirely disappear causing the digitised sound samples to become very quiet. Fortunately, the volume level could be mostly restored with either hardware modification, biasing the audio in-pin, or, more commonly, a software trick involving using the pulse waveform to intentionally recreate the required bias. Now, the software trick renders one voice temporarily unusable, although clever musical compositions can make this problem less noticeable. And if you'd like to read more on that, feel free to Google. There is a, a Wikipedia article on MOS technology, which you can read more into. And thankfully, Retrix has put in the chat room, PCM is pulse code modulation. Something I'd forgotten about when I was telling you about that. So thank you for that. Now, following on from last week, if you were... Uh, around last week we played you a sort of tribute to Shinobi and I've managed to find some Shinobi tracks um, for tonight's show so I'm going to start off with Shadow Dancer and Subtune 6 and coming up in this batch is also Stage 4 music from Shinobi
there we are. So we've had a small batch there. What have we played up to now? We've played uh, since the last time I remember um, speaking to you and reading these out. We had I'll Be Back, round three, from Altered Beast. We had Line of Fire, the theme there, which is a Sega Sound Team track. The title theme from Bonanza Brothers, and Side Street from Power Drift. Then we had our Sonic Batch, which was it was titled Green Hill, but it was a remix from Green Hills from Sonic 2 on the Master System. We had Subtune 1 from Shatterlands, which was the Green Hill music from Sonic 1 the Mega Drive. And Zonic, which looking at the chat room says it was the Marble Zone. But might not be. I recognise the tune, but I don't, don't recognise the... Oh, I can't remember which game it came from. But that was Sonic, so they had our three Sonic tunes there. And we've just had Subtune 6 from Shadow Dancer, Subtune 3 from Outrun Europa, the Background Music 1 from Enduro Racer, and Stage Music 4 from Shinobi. Now, if you'd like to listen to these tracks for yourself, these can be found on the High Voltage SID collection, which I believe is hvsc.de. And you'll need a SID player to play them. Now, personally, I recommend SID Play 2, but there are others available, which you can see on the High Voltage SID collection website. Now, up to now, I have sort of played you tracks that haven't been, or not many of the tracks have been, in Resident SD's Series 1 show. But I think now is about time to put that right. So, before we go to In Reverse, let's play you some music you probably will recognise, and music that really should be in the show. Starting off with the American version of Outrun, this is Jerowen Tell's Afterburner theme.
In reverse. Yep, it's that time again. This is going to be your third, I believe, third play of tonight's In Reverse. And probably due to time constraints, this is probably your last play of In Reverse before I give you the answers. Now, if you'd like to guess, feel free to get your guesses in via private message, via direct message on Twitter, or send me a text message <laughs> on my mobile phone. I don't know if you heard that. Right, so <laughs> I will check your answers as I give you the third and probably final play of tonight's in reverse. Sega Rages in reverse. that was probably your final play of tonight's In Reverse. Now I've just checked those messages that flagged up and those are actually responses on Twitter so and we're talking on Twitter about Lemmings which also had a Commodore 64 version released by or developed by Psygnosis but because it's Psychonosis, that isn't a Sega tune and therefore not featured in tonight's show, which is a shame in one respect, but keeping it true to form, unlike the music you can hear in the background. So let's play you another batch of music. This is going to be probably music you haven't heard again, and I'll probably squeeze in a track you have heard just so that you don't get bored or yeah so let's play you the theme from quartet then subtune 2 from alien syndrome and dirt track from super hang on Thank you. 
Right, we're almost at the in reverse answers, but I suddenly realised while we were playing that batch there are a couple of tracks that I haven't actually played tonight. For those of you who have been listening carefully, you'll notice a certain lack of despite me mentioning it earlier on in the show about how many different versions I've heard today a distinct lack of magical sound shower so just so that we can squeeze it in in the last 15 minutes I'm gonna play you that and the main background music from Enduro Racer and then we'll have in reverse answers so good luck with those
garages in reverse. Right. This is the time where we find out how you did. So now it's too late to get your answers in. We'll give you the answers to tonight's in reverse. Now if I can remember how to do this, hopefully you'll hear the music and me. Sega Rages in reverse. This was, of course, the main theme from Space Harrier. mainly sounds the same backwards as it does forwards. This was the old map, or turtle map, from Golden Axe. This was of course the main theme to Frogger. This was, of course, Poker Face from Paragon. And finally, the background music one from Enduro Racer. Garages in reverse. So, how well did you do? Well, we only had one person guess tonight, and so with five points, Silver Sonic is this week's winner. But this is only week four in the second version of, or second series of in reverse that I've done, so there's still all to play for. So congratulations to Silver Sonic, that makes the scoreboard 2 to Paige, 4 to Voluptuous Spy, in third place Resident SD with 5, Retrix with 6, and out there in front Silver Sonic on 18. Right, with technically two minutes left to the end of the show. I'm going to say thank you for listening to the Commodore 64 version 2 show on Sega Ages with me, Forever Sonic. But before we do, let's say goodbye to Trigon, underscore Spondy, our winner was you, D'Artagnan, Kesman, Pyrus55, Rad, Shaddix, Silver Sonic, The Mullatron, Trekkie, Wua21 and Zebra. 
We'll say goodbye to Retrix, Resident SD, and CTR, who were in the chat room tonight, but have left already. So, this has been the second version of the Commodore 64 show on Sega Ages. I've been Forever Sonic, and I leave you with a Sega Sound Team track. This is Congratulations from G-Lock R360.